Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. All right, so... What'd you say? <laughs> okay, welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. It's, what is it, Thursday, the 5th, and we are going to be reading today from Matthew 17. Those of you who are paying attention will notice that this was recently in the Bible Reading Plan. Jesse and I talked about it, so I'm looking forward, I don't know why this is in there again, but I'm looking forward to reading it with Ruben. Um, and seeing what emerges for today. It's Friday, right? Friday. Is it Friday? Yeah. Oh, is today Friday? The 6th, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, sorry. It's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Thank you, Ruben. All right. People will be like, ah, okay. I am so confused. I lost it yesterday. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Ruben, would you mind reading this passage for us? Sure. Okay, let's read Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 9. I think it's 17, Matthew 17. Matthew 17, verses 1 through 9. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes, how do you pronounce that one? Clothes. His clothes became dazzling, dazzling white. <laughs> That's a <laughs> hard one. It's a funny word, yeah. dazzling. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah, Elias, like yeah. my son, talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud, a voice said, This is my son, the beloved. beloved. With him... I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Wow. Hmm? That's a great story. I think that's the the best retreat that a man can have. Best retreat. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Well, there's some, some things that grab my attention here that um, 
Peter is so excited about being there. And how did they recognize that that, that was Moses and Elijah? Yeah, how do they know? That's like, <laughs> I, never, I never thought about that. How do they know what they how look like? They know? Uh-huh. like? Come on. Um, Maybe they had to ask afterward, like, Jesus, who, who was, were those people? Yeah. Like, but Moses no. and Elijah? <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, Peter was like speaking to you. Say, hey, it's good to be here. Like, let's do one for you. Oh, yeah, one he did for know. Moses and one for you're right, like, you're right. Uh-huh. Um, that's very interesting. I, I think that's one of the questions when I get to heaven, I have in my list to ask. Maybe they had name tags. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Hi, hello, my name is Moses. <laughs> but what is interesting to me is um, there is Peter, and then he recognized somehow that Moses and Elijah were there with Jesus. And what they represent here to me is that Moses, the law, and Elijah, the prophets. Yep. So that's the word that uh, how God used to speak to the Jews. And then you have Jesus, and then the voice came or, or um, spoke to them and said, Hey, this is my son, Jesus. Uh, and I think that God was making very clear, like, Okay, you got the law and you got the prophets, but all of all, both of them they point. How do you say this? They, they yeah. point out. They point to Jesus. They point to Jesus. Yeah. So listen to him. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that that I think that's the best, really cool story of the. I don't know from all the story that they. Um, uh, the stories that they had with Jesus, I think that this is one of mm-hmm. the greatest. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I uh, I agree. I I let, first of all, I'm noticing that Peter, James, and John are kind of Jesus' closest mm-hmm. disciples. It seems like it seems like they're the twelve, and then within those twelve people, because. A group of twelve people is still a lot of people to to talk to and to trust and to. It seems like these are the, the three closest disciples that Jesus really trusted: Peter, James, and John. Yeah, like the, his inner three, um, which I think is really interesting to th- think of Jesus only showing this to them. And why? Why was that? Why did Jesus only show this to them and not to other people? And why did he bring them up there with him? You know, so especially if he says, "Don't don't say anything until after." Um, it seems like Jesus would repeat this, like when he healed some people, he would say, "Go and do this, and don't tell anybody." Don't tell anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, and then his face shone like the sun. I can't help but think of the revelation picture of Jesus mm-hmm. that John gives. Oh, John was there. John was at the transfiguration, yeah. and John wrote Revelation. So no wonder that. He had maybe a head start on some of that revelation of Jesus' face shining like the sun. So I see some future stuff happening, like an inbreaking of God's future right there. But you also see Moses and Elijah appearing on a mountaintop. Both of those figures were were uh, famous for going up to mountains to meet right. with God. You're right, the law and the prophets. And it's like 
the past is being brought into the present also. So I just see this this collapsing of space and time where where the future revealed Jesus, the Messiah, is glorified for just a second while the prophets and the law, Moses and Elijah, are brought together with the cloud, God's glory, and the voice, this is my son. Um, this is what we would call a Kairos moment. The right. time time is collapsing here. We're experiencing a kingdom breakthrough right now. We're able to see Jesus for who he is, to hear God affirm that he is who he says he is. Like we see that he is who he says he is. The the law and the prophets testify that he is who he says he is. He's, we see the voice. We hear the voice. All this is pointing to Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is King. And then God says, like you pointed out, this is my son. Listen to him. Which is not what he said. So these are really similar words to his baptism. Where's, where Jesus comes up out of the water mm-hmm. and the heavens open and the dove alights on him and says, this is my son uh, with whom the beloved, with whom I'm well pleased. And this one, it texts on, listen to him. Listen to him. So it seems like the whole point of this is to get James, John, and Peter to listen to Jesus, whatever he's about to say or do. I don't know if this is like, keep listening to him. Like, like in the future, you should always be listening to him. Or if, there's something Jesus is about to say. Next thing he says is get up and don't be afraid, which I think is a cool thing. Like <laughs> listen to him, get up yeah. and don't be afraid. Jesus comforting words, you know, but then he also says, don't tell anyone about the vision. So is that, is that what the voice is saying? Like, listen to him. Don't, don't tell anyone. Or are there more instructions or is it just a general posture of be people who listen to Jesus, which is what my takeaway is from this yeah. is to be someone who recognizes the glory of Jesus, who's looking out for those Kairos moments of, of um, where in my life is the kingdom of God breaking through throughout the day? And am I willing to pay attention to Jesus and listen to him in the midst of that? Um, which I think listening is more than just listening. I think it's listening and responding. Like if, if I, if someone tells me to do something and I don't do it, they say, weren't you listening? You know? Right. So, um, in that sense, I see it really tying into this this whole week scripture of listening to, trusting, believing in Jesus, um, in the Spirit, in God for Abraham, in God to be able to step out in faith and do what God is asking us to do, and trust. Right. I think it's uh, it's very important. Well, interesting that was Peter. James and John, and who who else uh, from the apostles uh, do we have like letters in the New Testament? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but them, like I think that that's maybe one of the reason Jesus only brought them mm. to the mountains. And well, uh, and then Peter references it in Second Peter. He says. We were up on that mountain with him. Right. We saw his glory. There's no doubt in my mind that he is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. And that's the testimony we pass on to you. Um, and you should, he says in there, um, you should take this to heart um, because um, you take this to heart until Christ reveals himself to you in the same way. 
Right. You know, so it was really important that Peter got this so he could pass on his testimony and to John, others. And John refers something like that, saying like, we have here, we have yeah. heard, and we have seen, and yeah. this is what we're talking about. Eyewitness. Uh, we, we are from, we were there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I think that they are just uh, sealing his his testimony, like, with evidence again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, pointing to Jesus, like, he is the one. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, that I think that's, That's um, the question would be like the same that Jesus told his disciples, like, who do you say I am? <laughs> And are you going to trust me? Tika. Yeah, I, I love this passage. Even just for the sake that it gives me a, a glimpse of glorified Jesus on earth. And I want, I want to be there. Like you said, I, This is the best retreat ever. <laughs> yeah. I want to be there on top of the mountain. That's that's the result of this passage. That's what this passage does in me. It makes me want to be there. It makes me want to see Jesus. And I have the same response. I wish I could just stay there forever. And she's like, no, we have to yeah. go to the cross first. We have to get down on this mountain. And we have a road ahead to the cross. But um, Which is to say, follow me. Keep following me. Don't just, we're not just staying up here. There's a, we're on a journey. There's a journey to, to go on. In the same way Abram had to leave his home, the disciples then have to leave the mountaintop and follow Jesus into the unexpected, unpredicted, unknown right. of where he's leading them to. Yeah, and just make me make me think. Like, I I come from um, from Monterrey, Mexico, and the city surrounded by mountains. Mm -hmm. I be, I climbed. Uh, some of the mountains there and it's just really cool to see the whole city and like you say you don't want to come down mm -hmm. because you just want to be there so cool mm -hmm. um, then you come to Holland, Michigan <laughs> there's uh -huh. nothing here like the m not even hills like yeah sad but, <laughs> but there's water uh -huh. and there the, I mean if you if you want to if I want to make a, like, a make a comparison That's where Jesus' ministry was, like on the water, on the water, waterfront. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got so, that. And um, and what I what I grab, what I take from these passages, and just apply, like kind of like trying to understand my life, is that uh, there's these moments, like being in the top of the mountains, where God uh, talked to us, and we are convinced. Okay, you are the one. I will follow you. But when uh, circumstances, situations come into our lives, you come to Holland, <laughs> you come to the to the water, you come to the to the town, well, you need to remember <laughs> what you were told in the mountain. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you need to be aware of that. Like yeah. Jesus is the truth. Jesus This is not just the truth, a truth, it's their truth, it's the way and the life. So I, I, I take that from these pastors. Yeah. Thanks, Ruben. All right, tomorrow we're going to look at the next passage, <laughs> which is Saturday. Uh, Matthew, or sorry, Luke 7, 1 through 10 is what we're going to do tomorrow. So thanks, Ruben. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.